Hey, 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 this is your girl Tanetta at Taboo Conversations. I want to welcome you all to this episode. This episode is actually introduction. It's actually part number 18 to the book, The Master Key System by Charles F. Hennell. Um, this should, I'm sure, be a great part. I'm very, very sure of that. And I hope that you all have listened to um, the other 17 parts or chapters, as I call them, but they call them parts in the book. But if you have not listened to all 17 other parts, please make sure that you go do so right now before you listen to this one. Because they all kind of um, build on each other in a way, I guess I put it that way. So so like I said, um, this is part number 18. And before I even get into this part, I do want to let you know that this episode is sponsored by Speak Your Truth Life Coaching. So definitely, like I said, there's a link in the show notes that you can click on, and it has all types of resources. Again, your girl is here to help you fix your life and your relationship. So so like I said, definitely click the link to, of course, see what I got going on. Um, I can tell you that I have a date night bundle for those couples out there who are listening that needs to get back into their date nights and to, of course, work on their communication and those kind of things, too. That, that's in there as well. I have unpacking the baggage questions. And that is definitely good for that. So definitely check out those two things, y'all. So let me go ahead and get into part number 18. In order to grow, we must obtain what is necessary for our growth. This is brought about through the law of attraction. This principle is the sole means by which the individual is differentiated from the universal. Think for a moment. What would a man be if he were not a husband, father, or brother, if he were not interested in social, economical, political, or religious world? He will be nothing but an abstract theoretical ego. He exists, therefore, only in his relation to the world, in his relation to other men, in his relation to society. This relation continues, I mean, constitutes, Lord, this relation constitutes, constitutes, I don't know, or constitutes. <laughs> Lord, y'all, I can't even pronounce the word. <laughs> oh, my God, that's so funny. This relation constitutes his environment in no other way, and I should know that word, Lord have mercy. <laughs> it is evident, therefore, that the individual is simply the differentiation of the one universal mind which enlightened every man that cometh into the world. And his so-called individuality or personality consists of nothing but the manner in which he relates to the world. I understand that. I definitely agree. This we call his environment. Yes, yes, environment. I'm sure it's going to be about that. It's important, y'all. Uh, this we call his environment and is brought about by the law of attraction. Part 18, which follows, has something more to say concerning this important law. So let's go ahead and get into part number 18. There is a change in the thought of the world. This change is silently transpiring in our midst and is more important than any which the world has undergone since the fall, the downfall of paganism. These present rep revolution is the opinions of all classes of men, the highest and most cultured of men, as well as those of the laboring class, stands unparalleled in the history of the world. Science has of late made such vast discoveries, has revealed such an infinity of resources, infinity of resources, has unveiled such enormous possibilities and such unsuspected forces that scientific men more and more hesitate to affirm certain theories as established and beyond doubt or to deny other theories as absurd or impossible. <clears throat> A new civilization is being born. Customs, creeds, and president are passing 
Vision, faith, and service are taking their place. The fetters of tradition are being melted off from humanity. And as the impurities of materialism are being consumed, thought is being liberated and truth is being writ, um, truth is rising full-robed before an astonished multitude. The whole world is on the eve of a new consciousness, a new power, and a new realization within itself. Physical science has resolved matter into molecules, molecules into atoms, and atoms into energy, and it has remained for Mr. J.A. Fleming in an address before the Royal Institution to resolve this energy into mind. He says, in its ultimate essence, energy may be incomprehensible by us except as an exhibition of the direct operation of that which we would call mind or will. And this mind is the indwelling and the ultimate. It is imminent in matter and as in spirit. It is the sustaining, energizing, all-pervading spirit of the universe. Every living thing must be sustained, sustained by the omnipotent intelligence. And we find the difference in individuals' lives to be largely measured by the degree of this intelligence, which they manifest. It is the greater intelligence that places the animal in a higher scale of being than the plant. The man higher than the animal, and we find that this increased intelligence is again indicated by the power of the individual to control modes of action and thus to consciously adjust himself to his environment. It is this adjustment that occupies the attention of the greatest minds and this adjustment consists in nothing else than the recognition of an existing order in the universal mind. For it is well known that this mind will obey us precisely in proportion as we first obey it. It is the recognition of natural laws that has enabled us to annihilate time and space, to soar into the air and to make iron flat, I mean float. And the greater the degree of intelligence, the greater will be our recognition of these natural laws and the greater will be the power we can possess. It is the recognition of the self as an individualization of the universal intelligence that enables the individual to control those forms of intelligence which have not yet reached this level of recognition. They do not know. Y'all, my cat scratching in her box, sorry. They do not know that this universal intelligence permeates all things ready to be called into action. They do not know that is in that is, it is responsive to every demand and that, I mean, they are therefore in bondage to the law of their own being. Thought is creative and the principle on which the law is based is sound and legitimate and is inherent in the nature of things. But this creative power does not originate in the individual, but in the universal, which is the source and foundation of all energy and substance. The individual is simply the channel for the distribution of this energy. And I'm going to stop right there for a commercial break. I, again, want to let you know, of course, this is your girl, Tanetta Clay, relationship and life coach, here to, of course, help you fix your life and your relationship. And like I said, I'm reading the book, The Master Key System by Charles F. Hanel, that will help you, of course, start fixing your life when it comes to law of attraction, your environment, your mindset, and your thinking. So like I said, definitely make sure that if you have not listened to the other 17 parts, make sure that you go back and do so. And then, of course, share this with a friend as well. 
Also, this episode is sponsored by Speak Your Truth Life and Relationship Coaching. Again, there's a link in the show notes that's going to take you to my link tree. That's going to have one thing I want to point out. There for those couples. There is a list of questions called the Unpacking the Baggage questions that you can, of course, go ahead and download today and start unpacking the baggage inside your relationship. And it's exactly what it says. And also, there is something called the Date Night Bundle that will help you couples as well to, of course, get back on the mode of date nights and get back into the swing of things and, of course, get back into that connection as well and that intimacy. For those singles out there, for those folks who are not looking at relationships and care less about relationships at this time, I have something called an ebook. It's called Where Are You? I have I created the ebook. It's free for you to, of course, download. It's about 10 minute, 10, 15 minute read. And that will, of course, help you figure out where you are right now in life. And then it help you decide where you're trying to go. I'll put it that way. So make sure, like I said, that you check out those things when you click that link in the show notes. And let me go ahead and get back into part number 17 of the mat. Oh, Lord, part number 18, y'all, of the master key system. <laughs> so here we go, y'all. The individual is simply the means by which the universal produces the various combinations which result in the formation of phenomena, which depends upon the law of vibration, whereby various rates of rap rapidity of motion in the primary substance from new substances only in certain exact numerical ratios. Thought is the invisible link by which the individual comes into communication with the universal, the infinite and the, the finite and the infinite, the seen and the unseen. Thought is the magic by which the human is transformed into a being who thinks and knows and feels and acts. As the proper apparatus has enabled the eye to discover worlds without number millions of miles away, so with the proper understanding, man has been enabled to communicate with the universal mind, the source of all power. The understanding which is usually developed is about as valuable as a VCR without a videotape. In fact, it is usually nothing more than a belief, which means nothing at all. The savages of the cannibal islands believe something, but that, but that proves nothing. The only belief which is of any value to anyone is a belief that has been put to test and demonstrated to be a fact. It is then no longer a belief, but has become a living faith or truth. And this truth has been put to the test by hundreds of thousands of people and has been found to be the truth exactly in proportion to the usefulness of the apparatus which they use. A man will not expect to locate stars hundreds of millions of miles away without a su sufficiently strong telescope. And for this reason, science is continually engaged in building larger and more powerful telescopes and is continually rewarded by additional knowledge of heavenly bodies. So with this understanding, men are continually making progress in the, method, in the methods which they use to come into communication with the universal mind and its infinite possibilities. The universal mind manifests itself in the objective through the principle of attraction that each atom has for every other atom in infinite degrees of, inten of intensity. It is by this principle of combining and attracting that things are brought together. This principle is of universal application and it's the sole means whereby the purpose of existence is carried into effect. The expression of growth is met in a most beautiful manner through the instrumentality of the universal principle. In order to grow, we must obtain what is essential for our growth. But as we are all at, but as we are at all times a complete thought entity, 
This completeness makes it possible for us to receive only as we give. Growth is therefore a condition on reciprocal action, and we find that on the mental plane, like attracts like, that mental vibrations respond only to the extent of their vibratory harmony. It is clear, therefore, that thoughts of abundance will respond only to similar thoughts. The wealth of the individual is seen to be what he inherently is. Affluence, which is found to be the secret of attraction for affluence without. The ability to produce is found to be the real source of wealth of the individual. It is for this reason that he who has heart in his work is certain to meet with unbounded success. He will give and continually gives. The more he gives, the more he, he will, will receive. What do the great financiers of Wall Street, the captains of industry, the statesmen, the great corporation attorneys, the inventors, the physicians, the authors, what do each of these contribute to the sum of human happiness but the power of their thought? Thought is the energy which the law of attraction is brought into operation, which eventually manifests into abundance. The universal mind is static mind or substance in equilibrium. It is differentiated into form by our power to think. Thought is the dynamic phase of mind. Power depends upon consciousness of power. Unless we use it, we shall lose it. And unless we are conscious of it, we cannot use it. The use of this power depends upon attention. The degree of attention determines our capacity for the acquirement of knowledge, which is another name for power. Attention has been held to be the distinguishing mark of genius. The cultivation of attention depends upon practice. The incentive of attention is interest. The greater the interest, the greater the attention. The greater the attention, the greater the interest. Action and reaction. Be, uh, begin by paying attention. Before long, you will have aroused interest. The interest will attract more attention and this attention will produce more interest and so on. This practice will enable you to cultivate the power of attention. This week, concentrate upon your power to create. Seek insight, perception. Try to find a logical basis for the faith which is in you. Let the thought dwell on the fact that the physical man lives and moves and has his being in the sustainer of all organic life air that he must breathe to live. Then let the thought rest on the fact that the spiritual man also lives and moves and has his being in a similar but subtler, 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 lower energy upon which he must depend for life. And that is, in the physical world, no life assumes form until a, after a seed is sown, and no higher fruit than that of the parent stock can be produced. So in the spiritual world, no effect can be produced until the seed is sown and the fruit will depend upon the nature of the seed. So that the results which you secure depend upon your perception of law in the mighty domain of causation, the highest evolution of human consciousness. And here's a quote by Emerson. There is no thought in my mind, but it quickly tends to convert itself into a power and organizes a huge instrumentality of means. That was an awesome um, part, y'all. I understand that to mean that if 
of course, whatever you think, of course, whatever you know to think. Because we all know everything. Like I said, it has, seed has to be sown in order for you to know exactly what you're trying to, of course, cultivate. And like I said, once you know what to cultivate, like I said, anything, you can get anything accomplished, get anything taken care of. Like I said, that's definitely what that means to me. And like I, like I said, this is an awesome chapter. So let me go ahead and get into the um, part number 18, study questions with answers. So number one, what is the difference in individual lives measured by the degree of intelligence, in, <clears throat> by the degree of intelligence, which they manifest? Two, what is the law by which the individual may control other forms of intelligence? A recognition of the self as an act individualized individualization of the universal intelligence. Three, where does the creative power originate in the universal? Now, I know we, I, I didn't even mention the creative power because I know we all have the creativity to, of course, create something. I know I've, I've posted, I've talked about um how I have, of course, stopped looking at all this stuff, just going back. Listen, I do still listen to videos, podcasts, that kind of thing, but I don't scroll as much anymore. I had to get to a point where I had to realize that if I'm just scrolling, am I creating anything? And if I'm not creating anything, I will never be great. So, like I said, I just hope that lands with somebody today, I guess I put it that way, that you have to create in order to be great. So, um, and it says, number four, how does the universal create form? by means of the individual. Number five, what is the connecting link between the individual and the universal? And that's thought. Number six, what is the principle by which the means of existence is carried into effect? The law of love. Number seven, how is this principle brought into expression? By the law of growth. Number eight, upon what condition does the law of growth depend? Upon reciprocal action, the individual is complete at all times, and this makes it possible to receive only as we give. Number nine, what is it that we give? Thought. Number ten, what do we receive? Whoops. Thought, which is substance in equilibrium and which is constantly being differentiated and formed by what we think. So, like I said, definitely that was at least to me a powerful chapter as well. Um, like I said, if you haven't listened to the other 17 chapters, please go and do so on this podcast. They're all there. Um, like I said, make sure that you check them out. Um, again, this, this is Tanetta Clay, your relationship and life coach here to help you fix your life and your relationships. And this, reading this book, The Master Key Systems, may help you fix your life and it will in turn help you fix your relationships as well with people, places, and things. Um, again, there's going to be a link in the description, uh, I mean, in the um, show notes or the description of the, the podcast. That's going to take you to my link tree for those couples. Again, make sure that you're checking out Unpacking the Baggage questions that will help you and your partner, like I just said, unpack those baggage, unpack the baggage inside of your relationship. And then, of course, there is the date night bundle. Make sure that you're checking that out and picking that up as well. Um, it's already pre-made date nights for you and your, your partner to go ahead and get started. All you have to do is put the date on the calendar. And then for those who are um, not in a relationship at this time, I created something called an ebook called Where Are You? That's going to help you figure out where you are in life right now to help you decide where you're going to. So like I said, check out those things once you click on that link in the show notes. I'll see y'all in the next part, y'all, the next episode. Take care. Again, this is your girl, Tanetta. I'll see y'all later. Bye-bye.